Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, it up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch a bandit run. Hello, Southern Middle Tennessee. Welcome in to Three Dudes with a View. It's Monday morning. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. And we were with you last on Thursday, and what a difference uh, a weekend makes. Uh, it's a rainy Monday morning, and thank goodness. Uh, dude number two, Clayton Harris, we have had, we have been working, folks, on uh, technical problems all weekend long here, software and hardware updates, that kind of thing. Uh, Clayton is off attending to that somewhere. He may join us sh- shortly or may not. We will see. Dude number one. Jim York, how are you? Mr. York, we we can't hear you. Mr. York, we still can't hear you. Uh-oh, the technical gremlins are out there. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, has joined us in the studio. How's, how's it going, Clayton? Uh, it's been a heck of a morning so far, Delk, but we're, we're, we're on the air, so... Uh... That's good. That's good. All right. Regular special guest dude, Harry Powers. How are you? Carrie, we can't hear you either. We're it may be our end. We're working on it. Uh folks, we've had a lot going on. And I think Carrie and Miss York, we're we we it may be it may be our end or maybe your end. We'll see. We have the only luck we've had lately with uh our equipment has been bad luck. At any event, there are several things going on locally, nationally, whatever. I'm amused by this monkeypox business. Run for the hills, run for the hills. It's monkeypox. Put on a mask, you know. And in the meantime, they're, yeah, I. And the and the people who've been are still in their bunkers and will never come out again are now going to stay in their bunker for another ten years because of monkeypox. Uh, gee, people! And remember, after Hurricane Hurricane Katrina, you know the press and the liberals would be down on the beach, you know, every hurricane season. It's coming again! It's coming again! And, you know, it never came. So those. Those people confound me. Uh, and on a state level, we've got, uh, of course, a lot going on in terms of our debates and people running for Congress. I noticed that for the Tennesseans' congressional, no, gub- gubernatorial debate, you know, only Democrats showed up. Bill Lee didn't show up. Uh, nobody really cared. You had. I think three different Democrats from Memphis who are running for governor, all of whom, um, you know, railed against vouchers in the school system. 
and they may be right or maybe wrong. That's something that Bill Lee's pushed and that the uh, Supreme Court of Tennessee upheld a, uh, a vouchers for Davidson County and um, and Shelby County. And I don't, you know, none of these three has a chance, but at least they're in the race. People have a choice. They're contributing to the debate. But, um, you know, they they were clearly upset about vouchers. When the folks, Shelby County and Davidson County, you know, we're like in the bottom, and, to, and it depends on how you rank things, but I think in terms of academic f- performance, we're in, in statewide, we're, we're way down there um, nationwide. But somebody told me that if you managed to take out Shelby County and Davidson County, uh, Shelby County being Memphis, Davidson being Nashville, that we'd like be in the upper fifty percent. And wow, yeah, Clay, wow, yeah. And uh, Miss York, we still can't hear you, and I'm, I wish we could. Sorry, we're working on it. Um, I tell you though, we might take a break a little early because uh, I think we got some folks starting coming and looking and see what the problem is, and hopefully we can get them back on the air because it's my understanding that Carrie. And Miss York can hear each other, so hopefully we'll get that fixed. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, well, let's do it then. Uh, Coach Lyle, let's go ahead and take that break early. Maybe we can get this thing fixed because we can't hear them. And I know Miss York's eager to jump in on this, and we're eager to hear him. I, I can see him, but I can't hear him. <laughs> Motor Sales is Middle Tennessee's home for the best GMC vehicles on the market. Visit Parks at 919 Nashville Highway and test drive truck favorites like the GMC Sierra or Canyon. Or try a popular SUV like the GMC Acadia or Terrain. Parks also has a wide variety of certified pre-owned vehicles for every need. At ParksMotorsales.com, you'll see an extensive inventory, their latest deals, and servicing options. Shop Parks Motor Sales once and you'll agree. Parks, GMC, we are professional grade. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Our company, The Garbage Man Incorporated, has been advertising on WKOM and WKRM for years now, and as a result, our company has really grown. Now we're looking for young, healthy, hardworking people to grow with us. We are in need of drivers and helpers. We pay serious money. So if you like outside work and want to work for a great local company, call me at 931-540-0919 and let's talk. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the drywall that somehow isn't. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. We're going to do what they say can't be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up. Watch our bandit run. Okay, we're back. Three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How's it going, man? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Jim York. I hope we can hear you now. Good morning. How you doing? We got you. We can hear you. Uh, dude, regular special guest, dude, Carrie Powers. How are you? I'm great. Happy Monday. All right. Where are you, Carrie? In my house. You're here in Columbia? I am with my largely empty house, too, and my three kids are off on excursions. All right. That does. Uh, <clears throat> it's summertime. It's summertime. Three teenagers. Woo. All right. Um and Mr. York, you were trying to jump in. I was talking about the. Uh, it, it's interesting how the dynamics of Tennessee politics have changed where they are presently. Uh, it used to be when the Tennesseans spoke that every politico shivered. Uh, now nobody pays any attention to them anymore at all. Um, and they held uh, a gubernatorial debate and I think a, a District 5 debate. They did. Yeah. I don't think everybody was present. But they no, I mean, yeah, it, it, nobody cared to show up, really. And uh, so, but in the gubernatorial debate, it, I did notice it featured three Democrats from Memphis. I think they're all in government one way or the other, either the uh, state house, uh, state senate, or officials of Shelby County down there, which is Memphis. And they all want to talk about, you know, we can't have these school vouchers. And... Because what they did before was really working well. No. Shelby. Well, the big issue, Delphine, education. 
We've got all these people that come up talking about vouchers for private schools. Won't we fix the damn system that existed? Uh, they don't want to put the money in. It never had put the money into the school system that, in the that, state. That's, that's not and true. if you take Shelby County out and you take um, Nashville out, you're going to have all the low-performing schools because that's where the higher-performing schools are in Shelby County and in, in, in Nashville. That's just not just, true. Mr. York. You know, they, moved the, they moved the target. They moved the target so they confuse people. Vouchers. Killing public schools, taking, you know, I'm a public school advocate, and I don't think private schools are going to do it because they don't provide all the services that are in the public schools. They have thrown so much money in the Shelby and Davidson County, it's not even funny. And <laughs> it is, they're it, the it, worst performing schools and in they the are. state. Money, money is not going to fix it. Money is not going to fix it. You can, well, say, you can say that all you want to. And, money is not going to fix it. And these same problem. people who are running these failing schools are saying, give, give us more money. And, um, and, and they're going to wind up like New Orleans. New Orleans, New Orleans after Katrina, Jindal, Bobby Jindal, the, the idiot, he made all the, all the public schools charter schools. And not one of those charter schools are performing adequately. Well, when I mean, they don't perform adequately after five years. They changed the name of the company running them and they start another charter well, they school. They weren't running they adequately. Charter to the same company. They weren't and, running. And, and if you look at. Five years of failure for a school, and then another five years, that's ten years of a child's life gone down the drain. Oh, and every time I talk to the state folks, you know, uh, what the the big problem is that in Shelby County schools is money's just going out the back door in suitcases, and it's just a big sieve. It's just leaking money like crazy. And and it's, you know, it's just, I mean, you these people have the audacity to stand up and say, give us more money. Uh, you know, I mean, they they have a failing, and, you know, whatever Jindal did, I mean, the schools in New Orleans were fa- were failing before Katrina. So they, they weren't failing before Katrina. They had high-performance schools in Louisiana until Jindal started messing in, with it. In Louisiana uh, or New Orleans? He squandered over a billion dollars. He squandered over a billion dollars for his own personal gain, and, and nobody knows where he's at. He's hardly seen anymore. I, you know, I, I don't. Back don't, to Tennessee. Back to Tennessee. Okay, let's they go. need to. They need to focus on public education, and if you focus on public education and do the right thing, if there's misuse of funds, deal with that. If you need to change the laws for kids, deal with that. Don't. You don't buy a Cadillac, have a flat tire, get mad, and go buy a brand new Cadillac. You fix the burn flat. Well, I have no confidence that any of these three Democratic candidates for governor, you know, they 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 already have a proven track record of a sinking ship, and they they're actually running for governor, saying, "Hey, I can fix it. I can fix it." You know, I mean, this is. Unfortunately, in some states, it's taken seriously. That's the same thing Lee is doing. Same thing Lee is doing. He can fix it. And he screwed up everything he touched. I, you know, I I don't know how that works, Mr. York. How, how did he screw up everything what's, he touched? What's screwed up? The school plan. That's a screw up. That's what? not going to benefit any county in four years. We're going to be in debt up to our balls. What plan, Mr. York? What are you talking you, about? You cut out there. The, yeah. the proposed school, 
the proposed school plan that that he was pushing. Well, you mean the 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 funding formula that passed this year? Or is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the funding formula. Well, it's not without its problems. That's for sure. Watch in four years, you'll see the difference. Um, it's not not without its problems, but I mean, just to, these these. Shelby County people are living in a in another dimension, another planet. Well, it's not just Shelby County. You look at public education as a whole, okay, it, across the country. Look where we're at statistically around the world. We're nowhere near the top. Nowhere near. United States is, you know, 20th. The and most math. advances, Clayton, in this country, the most advances in this country has been from kids or young adults that come from from public education, not private schools necessarily. I don't know. Go back and look I, at I, it. I'm not going to get a public you, versus yeah, private. Yeah, show me, show not, me those statistics. But, but what, what we do know is that the public schools in Shelby County are failing. And, uh, and, and teachers union handcuffs a lot. Public schools and, across and the state and they're, are they're, failing they're, in Tennessee because riddled, we won't put the resources are, in them. They are riddled with graft and corruption. And, uh, you know, I have something yeah. when you when you get a minute. Go ahead, Carrie. Overall, Shelby County Schools agreed hot mess, but Google um, and you grew up there, there, right? Yep. I grew up in Memphis. I was in a private school though. Yeah. Uh, but Google Germantown High School and look at like their average ACT, like where those kids are going to school. Like there are some. It's interesting to me how some. They kind of broke it off when Shelby County Public Schools or when the county schools imploded, you know, it became Bartlett City Schools, Germantown City Schools, Collierville and all of that. And um, some have been really successful. Some are still hot. Some areas are real hot mess. But some of my friends that do have their kids in public schools like in Germantown, I mean, it's like knocking it out of the park. And when I was on the school board, we went down there just to kind of get a, a look on, at some of their operations. And I actually came home with some optimism. However, the superintendent at the, at the time, like, just didn't execute. But there, it's interesting that after the implosion, some of the into the county, the smaller cities were able to really make a success of it. Now, then you look at the socio the socioeconomics and demographics of those areas. It, it, there's a lot more to this than just the funding and the running of the school system. I mean, a lot of it still goes back to the home. Yeah, correct. And what Carrie's talking about, folks. And, and, and wh- the big thing, Carrie, is that every area, every area, has outstanding schools, and most areas have outstanding schools, but then you have some areas that have schools that are not functioning well. And it is based on uh, a lot of uh, contributions go to the economic area, uh, the education of the parents, and what's going on. But overall, Tennessee as a state is failing in education. So if you take Shelby overall, and Davidson out. Whether you take Memphis, then we're doing take Shelby well. out, take Memphis out, take take Davison out, they still are not functioning where they need to be uh, nationally. But, but, and what folks, what Carrie is talking about, in case you may not be familiar with it. And a lot of people here just aren't because we don't have a city school district in, 
here in Murray County. We just got Murray County schools. Uh, I wish we did. Yeah, I did. I do too. Uh, but our neighbor, for, for instance, Franklin has a special school district. Williamson County does not run Franklin City Schools. Uh, so what happened down in Memphis is that, of course, Shelby County has a school system, but uh, Germantown, the city in the located in the eastern end of uh, Shelby County, elected to form its own special schools district uh, and and not be involved at all with Shelby's uh, county schools and, you know, run their own ship. And they are being high. There's public school that they've done there is very good. I, there are other examples. Some of the best sco- schools around the country are in these special school districts. For instance, you know, you go down to Birmingham, Alabama, and the city of Mountain Brook has uh, its own uh, special school district. Uh, it, the Mountain Brook schools are among the best uh, college prep schools in the country. They are incredible. But you And people are actually paid huge amounts of money just to buy a house in Mountain Brook so their kids can go to school there. And then when the kids get out of school and graduate, they sell the house and move out. You contrast that, though, with Birmingham schools. I don't know if they're county or city schools, but they're terrible, absolutely terrible, uh, subpar to say the least. And, uh, you know, it's just and, – and, and I'm not saying, you know, just forget about Memphis. They can't be helped. They're so graft, corrupt, and cesspool that can't be helped. But to see these leaders from Memphis, you know, just say – Give us some more money that we can haul out the back door in suitcases. Uh, it's just incredulous to me. Uh, anyway, Clayton, you're over there nodding your head. What, what are you saying? No, I agree. I don't think you can just keep throwing money at a problem and, and hope that it gets fixed. I mean, I, it, it it's just not happening. And um, you know, the, the, you know, Shelby County and Davidson County. If I'm not mistaken, I believe uh, Phil Bradison, when he was governor, took over. Uh, the Davidson County school system. And, uh, you know, they're, they're talking like that could be a possibility for some of these other counties. I if, think that failed in the legislature. This if year. they don't approve, improve. But, uh, I mean, I, I agree with Kerry, too. I think a lot of it begins at home. And, um, you know, I think that that, that plays a, a big role in, in a child's education. Well, and, and, yeah, I well, Kerry. If, if you're talk, talking about throw, just throw more money at it, 100%. I am, do not do that. That's a horrible decision. You know, we gave Marzak more money. When you give someone who's not using money well more money, they just use a greater sum of money poorly. <laughs> but from what I understand, the current superintendent really put in a ton of after-hours work along with Doug Conan, the, the um, head of our county finance, and they really went through the budget for Murray County Public Schools and found a ton of money that was being misused. And I think that was step one. Now, so, wait a minute, Carrie. What do you? I, 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 what you just talked about is not on my radar. What are you, are you talking about, Lisa Ventura? Lisa Ventura and Doug Conan, from what I understand, I mean, I was not in the room, but from what I understand, after hours, they were spending a ton of time going through the previous year's budget line by line and they cleaned it up but they made this current budget is a whole lot better use of the money allocated for education so i am thrilled that we are going to take a lap this year utilizing the money that is allocated for education 
to better purposes that is cleaner, more transparent. Um, from, from okay, Carrie, well, now, this, this, is, this has to be all very new. Of course, Lisa Ventura, uh, and that's another story we need to talk about, has just been made uh, a director of Murray County Schools. She was interim, now she's permanent director. Well, and, and, and I got a message here with the new funding bill. Murray County, talking about a budget, is going to get approximately eighteen million more dollars uh, towards their budget this year. So that that helps. Well, that that helps. There are a lot of complications here, though, folks, and we'll, we'll unpack them as the day goes on, the week goes on. But uh, Carrie, this this has got to be brand new because I mean she's only been on board since March, uh, and. Uh, so what's I mean what what money have they found and what's it going to be used for? Do you know? I mean, let's ask good questions. But I just think they cleaned up where they had you know money with line items that were either not being used or too high. I don't know that much about it, but I know there was a lot of after hours work. But historically, and like when I was on the board, and every year since, they'll they'll have how many budget meetings, that, but then the staff scrambles back to say, oh, I've got to find that out. Let me get that to you. Uh, I don't know. That budget meeting from went in one night, and everyone agreed because it was clean and very well presented and, and this was he but, could answer to every question you're the talking about a school a recent board. school board meeting is that what you're talking about correct okay correct so something that hasn't happened in, go what's that i was gonna say carrie they ought to have a lot of money available because they had 57 less teachers than what they spent money on there are lots of, I mean, there so, are lots of so things that are different now. Uh, I mean, I served from so 14 Carrie, to 18, so what's your, uh, now we're in 22. So, you know, but for every, those, the time I was there and since, it, the budget process has been a hot mess. And it was not a hot mess from what I understand. It went It was not a, well. not a hot mess when and where? The, this year's school board so. budget meeting. Which um, happened when? A month ago or so. Okay. And but it just goes to show when someone like puts in the work, comes in prepared, and is transparent. And this is my impression. I mean, I was not in the meeting, but I do think a lot of work went into coming in prepared. I think there was more transparency. So I'm optimistic, but I, but the words give people more money, throw more money at it. It does not work in public education. I could not support you more. I, we witnessed it in the whole hoodwink of the Columbia city government, giving the schools, you know, money. I, I think if we asked the people involved in that decision, they would use the word regret. Now, what are you talking about? Oh, in fairness to the schools, in fairness to the school system, when we when when you say give money to the schools, people have a misunderstanding. That money should be for teachers, resource people, supplies, uh, additional counselors, and all that. So the money is not being thrown away. Columbia didn't hire fifty seven teachers, so they got money left from last year. Uh, money money is necessary to get the high-performing professionals right, to teach your right. kids. We're, and, we're short of money. There's no doubt respectfully, about it. Respectfully, yes, count money it. was thrown away. It was going out in the pockets of Discovery Ed and Catapult Education and blah, 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 all these hoo-ha programs that certain superintendents brought in 
it was seriously, I mean, Delta says it went out in the back door in Shelby County, which I do believe a lot of it was related to food service. And that's what imploded Shelby County schools. Uh, yes, Shelby County schools in at one point. But um, our we were money was was walking out the door in people's pockets with ludicrous programs that gave no return truly in the best interest of kids. Are you talking about Murray County or Shelby County? Murray. Okay. But but you you describe it as going out the back door in suitcases, and I genuinely think a lot of that was happening in Shelby County from what I know. Yeah, when I say going out the back door in suitcases, I'm just talking about theft and corruption. You know, uh, there's a difference oh, between I mean, that and some, maybe some well-meaning programs that just aren't working out so well. Dude, there was – look. Well, it looked like they haven't indicted anybody in Shelby County for that, or have they? If they – the, the, that was, they don't that have was, enough grand juries to indict all the crimes <laughs> in Shelby County. <laughs> you know. Hey, so I least, love my home, but like, don't expect logic to apply. Uh-oh. Not at all. So, so now Lee makes it legal with vouchers and bringing in special Christian-type schools to replace uh, public schools. You know, that's not going to happen in, in this county. So I'm not going to worry about it too much. And, and the only thing that started all this is that you've got these three gubernatorial candidates from Shelby County uh, who just basically are saying, yeah, our schools stink. They, you know, the money's going out the back door in suitcases, but we need more. You know, I, I mean, that's just whatever. They don't have a chance to run for governor in Tennessee. Uh, bigger suitcases needed. <laughs> bigger suitcases needed, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's just appalling, you know, and, and Stacey Abrams says that Georgia's the worst state in the country to live in. <laughs> I, if you're living in Atlanta, it is, and that's where Stacey Abrams and her cronies are running things. Um, Atlanta these days is awful, uh, but the rest of the state's pretty doggone good. Yeah, Clayton, you're over there nodding your head. Atlanta's doing a lot better than Columbia, Tennessee, in terms of industry and entertainment and economy so it can't be too bad a lot of people are moving there how's it compared in crime like other cities across the nation about the same oh, Every, bull. All, That's crime bull. is high crime Compa- is high compared to columbia compared to columbia, columbia. Hey, Mr. York, give me a I mean, break and, and don't make white black or black white or you know i mean everybody I didn't say anything about it. you said that well I'm everybody saying crime everybody, is high no, all over when this i was growing right up people went to atlanta guns when i was growing up people went to atlanta all the time it was you know the big city in the south and it was a great place to go and see the big city go to six flags Go out to eat, you know, get a flavor of a big city life. Uh, nobody goes to Atlanta anymore. It's awful. It's just awful. The traffic, the crime, it's awful. Atlanta is a mecca dealt for entertainment. I don't know what's wrong with you. You, you live in a bubble. I don't know anybody who goes to Atlanta to get entertained there, for anything. There's anymore. studios. As, there's, you know, it, it's the second L.A. for studios and movies I, in as, Atlanta. You know, as Ron Hart says, come to Atlanta, uh, go to the strip club, stay to fill out the police reports. You know, I mean, that's he's always there. It must be. No, he doesn't. There. He doesn't. He's selling his house. He's quit going there. I mean, every, is Atlanta kind of bankrupt. Isn't oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, bankruptcy it, issues. oh, Lord, and money going up some bankruptcy issues. Excuse me. Well, I, money that Fulton County Airport is owned by the city of Atlanta and uh, or Fulton County and. I mean, you talk about a giant money leak. I mean, it's just money is practically being shot out with cannons. 
Um, I'm say this, Del. Now I'm gonna say this for the last time. Okay. It seems mm. like you have a propensity to bash cities that are heavily minority populated, I knew and this was to glow with cities that aren't. I've and, been very and, and that, careful that's not, not to mention. That's not fair to Atlanta. That's not fair to Chicago. It's not fair to Washington D.C. or New York or any of those cities. They have an economy. They are doing the best they can. They need improvement. Yes. But it's not because you know, they are to- have a high minority population, and, and that's the whole thing behind and, this and, right and wing right, extremism. That's that's uh, Miss York. Let me point out that you are the one who pointed out that these have high black populations. I didn't. Yes, and and I'm saying the criticism. I didn't. I never said stop. that. Just like Nashville. In Shelby County, you know, you want to criticize them. What about these other counties that can't find I, their I, a, a flashlight I, in the dark? I never, I never mentioned the number of black people in, or the presence of. I never, well, I, I did never because there's a continuous bashing of those cities that have high minority. And, and New York, York, you are the one who pointed like out that they are predominantly black, those not me. States that had heavy votes. Miss York, like you states that voted heavy in the last election. So because they you are the one who brought up the subject of race, not me, and I'm not bringing it up now. Well, that's an integral part of this 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 society. I never said it if was. You don't, if you try to neglect it or or not deal with it, then that continues to be a problem, and it always pops up. Deal with the issue. And then we wouldn't have to discuss Mr. it. All. So are we I, think, to... I think you're the one who's saying that they're corrupt because they're black. I, I mean, I'm not. I, I didn't say they're corrupt. I say they have their problems just like other cities across this. I didn't say country. it. Shelby and Davidson County are in the bottom 5% in education. That, that's a fact. We're not supposed to talk about we're, we're not in the bottom 5% in education. So we're not supposed to talk about. Counties that are in the bottom five percent. You're, you're putting things in my well, we mouth need to that talk I didn't about say. Murray County too. Sure, right. sure. You're the one who brought it up, Miss Short, not me. All right, let's let's take a break and come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Men, this is for you. Stop and listen. Every woman has a secret desire to have diamonds. I can say this because I am a woman. When I put on my ring or put on my earrings that my husband gave me, I feel special. Stop by Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia or Lewisburg. Let us help you find a special diamond just for her. 
For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. Hey folks, this is Chandler Anderson from the Right Care Clinics, our Right Care Primary Care Clinic that's open 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday. And the Kroger Shopping Center now has a new primary care provider, Miss Terry Locker. You may know her from Columbia State or the Murray Regional Medical Center ER. If you are tired of being rushed in and out of your primary care provider's office, come see Terry. She's going to sit down with you, treat you like family, and get your health care needs under control. Right Care Primary Care open 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday. It's been a trying year for parents. They've been confronted with countless challenges and have always risen to the occasion. If it isn't too much to ask, the 110,000 high school student athletes in Tennessee have one last request. Please set an example. Disorderly fan conduct at high school athletic events is on the rise. It increasingly involves parents. There's no question that parents are passionate. There's no question they care about their children. But at a time when we're all wound a little more tightly than usual, it's worth remembering this about Tennessee high school sports. Always be a good example. Stop unruly fan behavior before it starts. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hot summer weather is approaching. Nobody wants their HVAC to break down in the extreme heat. That's why Hiller is offering a free service call with any repair to help keep you cool all summer long. And this month, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 60 months on select new HVAC systems. Stay cool all summer. Visit HappyHiller.com today for details. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch old bandit run. Okay, we're back. Three dudes with a view. My name's Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How are you, man? Doing well, Del. Great song, by the way. Oh, yeah. Eastbound and down until November the, what is it, 4th, 5th? What is it? The election's in November. Yep. That's when the trucks will pull in with the big middle finger of uh, contempt for Joe Biden. Big red wave. Yeah, and the Democrats and the, the media, really, is what... The Democrats are really almost an empty sack. I mean, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Eber there. I mean, if, if if you ran film of them and didn't explain who they were, 
what their job titles were, people would assume it's just a broadcast from an asylum. You know, I mean, uh, you know, there you go. All right, dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Doug. I got a question. Sure. Why are there 29 public schools that are high-performing schools in Tennessee and only one private school? Okay, well let's let's say let's say good morning to Carrie Powers, a regular special guest dude. Carrie, how are you? All right, Carrie. We're hey, not... happy Monday. Sorry. There we go. Sorry. We got you now, Mister York. I don't know if that's true, but if you tell me it's true, I'll assume it is. But Carrie, why are there twenty nine high performance schools in Tennessee and only one of them's a private school, and the rest of them are public? So you're saying, wait, we're now lumping public and private together, and you're saying there's only one high-performing school? That must be in Columbia off Tom J. Hitch if there is one. Yeah. Wait, hold Agathos. on. Agathos. I, I, I don't know, Miss York. What, you you tell me. what? I mean, we did it. schools where? In, in Tennessee. In Tennessee. In the state of Tennessee, and everybody's pushing private schools, and I'm saying there's I'm, 29 public schools that are high-performing in different areas across the state. But there's only one private school that's high performing out of those schools. <laughs> oh, so, so why are people so glad to be pushing privatization of schools, of public schools? Well, I'm, I'm, I, I, as I've said earlier, I'm not getting into this private-public debate. I, that's, I'm not going there. I, I mean, I'm I not sure that I buy into that data. <laughs> yeah. So by yeah. my response, please don't take that I am validating that. But I'm going to say that we felt we my family felt like if we chose to go public excuse me to the private route it was to make a different um social environment for our children and that's why we chose public schools so i'm just saying there is a difference in if people want to pay for their kids' education, I think oftentimes the parents are more involved in that. And it is a, but we like the diversity of public education. And I really believe that public education uh, is very, very important because it is educating the, I mean, if you look at the percent, the numbers of kids in private schools in Murray County versus the number in public. Look at the responsibility the public school system has to educate the masses that are going to be our community, y'all. This is so important. Uh, you know, yeah. public, private, they both have their place. I mean, you know. Yeah, I, they do. I, I, I'm, I agree with you, Carrie. If you want to pay for your kid to go to a private school, that's your choice. But don't take public tax dollars to put into private schools. I, I I disagree. Well, with I'm that. I'm not even in that debate really. I, other than my comment is that you know, as far as Shelby and Davidson go, you know, do something if it's wrong. Whatever's being done there now is not working. So might as well try well, something else. Well, um, there are several schools in Nashville, like Mon- Montgomery Bell is a private school. It's a high performance school. Ravenwood High is a high performance school. Central Magnet in Nashville and Rutherford County is a high. And, and let me sort of cut this off. Hume Fogg is a high performance school. Yeah, so there's but, a lot in Nashville. High performance. Miss York, you did this a while back. Rattle off a list of of high performing public schools in Tennessee, and every one of them came back as a magnet school. Who chooses their students? Yeah, and uh, 
and these magnet schools are high performing. But Carrie and Mr. York, y'all both been on the school board here in Murray County. Why doesn't Murray County have a magnet school? That's a good question. That's a very good question, Dale. It's been talked about. We just didn't have leadership that could execute good ideas. So hopefully, maybe now we do. <clears throat> maybe we do. I, you know, but these magnet schools obviously work and work well. I'd have jumped at it. I would have fought tooth and nail for my kid to get they, in a public one. They are public schools, and they are high you, performing. Hume Fogg well, is, is a public school. No, it's I know. A as a public, it school. is a mag. No, it's a magnet school, Monsieur. Magnet school. You're right. As a public yeah. school teacher that did teach in the private sector as well, uh, yeah, I'd love to be in a situation where I could pick and choose my students. Yeah, I mean, a magnet school is basically a private school with public funding. Yeah, let, let's get ourselves a <laughs> magnet school. They are, and they work, they work. It's where, it's where Clay Travis went to school. He went to Hume Falls. Yeah, Hume. Well, I've worked across the street from Hume Falls for twenty five years, and those kids were, you know, I, I would beat them, talk to them, they'd be outside, whatever, and. Right across the street from me, and they were they were really great kids, you know. And well, uh, they're hand picked, and they went off to you know <laughs> they should be yeah they're highly successful. <laughs> I mean, these magnet schools are amazing, uh, but we don't nobody even seems to. Well, kids have to have the grade to get in those. They have to have the they have to pass a, they have to pass an entrance to exam get into them. Yeah, yeah. and and, and so, those that pass an entrance exam get to put into a lottery. Yeah. You know, I had I had some nieces that were trying to get in, and they passed the entrance exam with no problem. But then they they went into a lottery and had to wait five years. Yeah, Coach Mike Lyle's on the board here, folks. He's a retired school teacher. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brentwood High is a high performance school. It's a, it's a public school. It's not a magnet school. And and if I was uh, director of Ventura, I'd be breaking down the door to these high performance schools across the state to try to find out what they're doing to bring Murray County up to speed. Let's uh, let's look at the economic, the socially economic uh, impact of the schools in Brentwood. You, you mentioned Brentwood and Ravenwood. I mean, you that looks a lot different than, say, Columbia. They're, they're, they're different communities. They're, they're, they have different education backgrounds with parents. I mean, it's completely different, Mr. York. All right, let's talk about letting it, we've got a, Let's let's get off with the public schools or something we need to talk about. But we got a couple of things going on right here in Murray County, not Davidson County, not Shelby County, with our public schools that are very important. And it got me scratching my head. Now, first of all, let's talk about what we're facing here in Murray County. We have in the city of Columbia, and I'm talking about the Columbia city limits, which goes from Neapolis down all the way to St. John's Church, Hamilton Court, and runs out the Bear Creek Pike. It's like a big blotch on the earth because of wacko annexations over the years. But the city of Columbia has approximately 17,000 households. Now, by a household, you know, an apartment, a townhome, a double-wide, a, a a suburban home, a house in the country, anything that's got a roof over it that can house a, a person or a family unit is a household, okay? And in Columbia, Tennessee, city limits, we've got approximately 17,000 households. Now, presently approved, already gone through the planning commission and the process and everything else, either under construction or soon to be under construction 
are 14,000 new and additional households for the city of Columbia. The numbers for Spring Hill are about the same. So we're looking at almost doubling. And all of our major growth is occurring inside the city limits of Spring Hill and inside the city limits of Columbia, out in the county, Mount Pleasant, whatever. They're growing, but not like that. The big growth is going on in the city of Spring Hill, and the, you got to remember where the city limits are. They come all the way down to Neapolis and run all the way out there to the interstate, I think. And um, so we are we are looking at almost at doubling the number of households in the next five years that we have in Murray County. Now those households are going to require schools, and. We've got to have five new schools. Just either either we build them a school or we uh, hold school underneath a cedar tree. I don't know how you know. That's basically our choices. But just the schools that we need right now to house and, and educate that anticipated growth, according to Scott Summers, chair of our county budget committee, commission budget committee, will require a minimum of a twenty percent tax increase now people this is big this is serious now now let's so there's there's one problem uh and uh we, we're sitting here we're sort of fiddling our thumbs it seems to me nobody's really you know getting this word out and trying to get a grip on this and because this is a serious problem and uh but in the meantime uh these outgoing school board, uh, and and they are. I mean, come come August fourth, a majority of the school board is going to be either through retirements or probable defeats because Republican candidates are running as Republicans. The school board is going to be gone. It's going to have a majority of new faces. But instead of deferring a decision on a new director of schools to the new school board. The, this this school board inexplicably gives Lisa Ventura the maximum, which I'm told that she's allowed to get under law, $170,000 salary and a four-year contract. And so this old school board is literally trying to govern from the grave. Uh, why? I don't know. I have my suspicions. I, Carrie, Mr. York, Clayton, y'all got any suspicions? Well, I don't know why they made that selection, you know. Uh, it, it was a selection that they had to make uh, during the time. Like I said, uh, there's a need to hire teachers. There's a need to review what, what exists, what you didn't do last year, and pick up the pace and trying to get teachers in these classrooms. Well, it uh, made they can't continue to go wouldn't uh, it, year it, after year with 57 teachers not in the classrooms. Yeah, but wouldn't it have made a lot more sense to give – uh, Ms. Ventura, uh, a one-year contract, and then if the new school board wanted to give her a one, two, three, or four, then that'd be great. But if they didn't, they wouldn't be stuck with her and wouldn't be stuck with a huge buyout if they weren't happy with her. I wasn't aware of the contract that's terms. That's reasonable. That's reasonable. <clears throat> um, I wasn't aware of the contract terms, but I will say that a Big, big, big problem that Murray County Public Schools has had as a whole 
from an administration standpoint is that hires have not been made in a timely fashion, whether that was new hires or whether it was getting commitments from teachers exiting. And that is one benefit of keeping Lisa Ventura. One, I think in the budget process, she showed herself very credible, but she is in the saddle. She can start work now. She started work before the teachers ended the year. And with the teachers getting raises, like there are a lot of teachers that are like, I'm quitting, I'm quitting. And I know of one very experienced and good teacher who was eligible for retirement. She said, heck no, I'm going to stay because I'm going to get this much more money. I'll stay for five more years and it's going to increase my pension. But she's a good teacher. It's worth it. Okay, I mean, but but why not so, give why not give Lisa Ventura a one year contract and then let the school I board can't speak to that? But you know, like I, I don't what, think, what would be the motivation for the retiring school board to just sort of do an f u to the new one? Well, I, I I don't think it would be smart on Miss Miss Ventura's part to take a one year contract. You know, and you know, leave a full time position to take another under a one year deal. You know, speaking on her behalf. Well, okay, Clayton, maybe, maybe, all right, maybe, you know, uh, sometime, I sometime I jump. I mean, I'm, I'm with Mr. York, though. This, this school board always just con- seems to consistently, even if they're doing the right thing for the right reasons, they they look like they're nefarious. They, they, they need a raft of PR people. If I mean, all right, all right. The spokesperson. Yeah. They, could, they could do better um, explaining some of their decision making. Yeah, I would I mean, agree. With I mean, that. They, they even if they're doing the right thing, they just look like they're you know under the like table. Fumbling under the ball, like Tennessee, Carrie. Uh, fumbling the ball. Yeah. Ouch! Ouch! It's just <laughs> Monday, Mr. York. Ouch! All right, Ouch. all right. Tomorrow, folks, we're out of here. Have you looked at Tennessee's baseball record? Yeah, they're good. They're good. 105-mile-an-hour fastball this dude's pitching. Holy moly, Batman. Have a great day, folks. Bye. Bye.